Eternal Health, episode number 37. Listening to the Eternal Health Podcast, where we discuss God's great design for your life in body, mind, and spirit. Your host is Laura Rimmer, who's a nutritionist, author, speaker, and health coach. Looking for yoga tips or the latest protein shake recommendations? Sorry, you're in the wrong place. If you're ready for no-nonsense, multi-layered health expertise, drawing on evidence-based nutrition and biblical principles, welcome to Eternal Health. For show notes and to download your free 5-Minute Optimum Health Scorecard, please visit laurarimmer.com. Enjoy the show. Hi there, it's Laura Rimmer. Welcome back to another episode of Eternal Health. This episode is entitled Keto Diet, LCHF and HCLF Vegan Diets Compared. So in case you don't know, LCHF stands for Low Carb High Fat and HCLF stands for High Carb Low Fat. So these are three diets that are considered pretty much very healthy diets and I've got experience with all three of these diets so we are just going to go straight in and compare these diets and I'm going to tell you what I think of them, what's good, what's bad and what I recommend, okay, because they're popular diets, you may have experimented with any one of these diets, maybe a few, so I'm going to go into just the, the basics, the bread and butter, although bread and butter aren't allowed on some of these diets, um, but we're going to go into the, the nuts and bolts, is probably a better word, of these diets and just give you the you know, a, a high level overview so that you can make an informed choice if you're thinking about trying any one of these diets because they're all wildly popular. They're also all wildly controversial. So that's what we're going to be discussing today. But before we get into that, just to say that if you haven't yet listened to the last episode of Eternal Health, episode number 36, I interviewed Ian Blair Hamilton, the inventor of a brilliant alkaline water machine in the last episode and that is a, a great interview all about the benefits of alkaline water, electrolytes rich water and the importance of water filtration in our day and age. So do go and listen to that one and if you're not yet subscribed to Eternal Health then just I would encourage you to click the subscribe button either in your podcast kind of client on your phone or if listening online in iTunes then go in and just click subscribe. Uh, subscribe and that way you'll get notified with every new episode and you'll be able to just keep track of um of yeah new episodes coming out also to say that over the last year I've produced almost almost an episode a week um that was my commitment for the first year of eternal health I'm stepping it down now to once every two weeks okay it just means that I can put a bit more um focus on other areas of my business I do this show completely for free it's unsupported so it's I do this as a kind of add-on to my business so I'm stepping it down to once every two weeks. That way, you, it will be a regular episode. You know where you are with it. And same great value, same good topics. But um, what I would say is, if you haven't yet listened to all the past episodes, I've got some great interviews and I've got some great interviews coming up as well. Then, you know, do go back and listen to those in the spare weeks between new episodes. 
So I have just come to the end of coaching my new Keto Life program with a group of people, which has been a really wonderful experience. Keto Life is a four-week program which takes you through exactly how to get into healthy ketosis and really thrive in terms of running your body on ketones as opposed to carbs and optimizing your, yeah, your diet. And if you're looking to lose weight, have more energy, have better sleep, heal uh, an infection inflammatory disease problem, then um, then you might want to consider that. And just to say now that I'm running my next five-day free keto and alkaline diet challenge coming up next week. So that starts next Monday, the 15th of October. And you can sign up at laurarimmer.com forward slash keto challenge. So if anything in this episode whets your appetite for the keto diet, then yeah, just want to alert you now that that's coming up next week. So that's laurarimmer.com forward slash keto challenge. So without further ado, let's get into today's topic, which, as I mentioned, is a comparison of the keto diet with a low carb, high fat diet you might think, well, hold on, aren't they the same? Well, I'll talk about the differences between the two. And also comparing with a high carb, low fat diet and typically a vegan diet. Okay, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. And it's going to be a high level overview and the benefits that can be had by each and some of the detriments as well involved with each. So let's start with the high carb, low fat diet. And an extreme version of this would be a completely plant-based or vegan diet. So this involves eating lots and lots of plant-based foods. Now you can do a high carb, low fat diet and eat very unhealthily in terms of lots of processed carbohydrates. But for the most part, when we talk about a high carb, low fat diet, people are generally talking about a healthy plant-based diet. So as I say, lots of fiber rich plant-based foods, whole foods unprocessed. So yeah, fruits, vegetables, some healthy whole grains, things like maybe quinoa, millet, brown rice, some white rice maybe, maybe brown pasta, corn pasta, non-GMO corn products, that type of stuff. And this is the way that I ate for years and years and years. I wrote my book, The Alkaline Five Diets, when I was a high-carb, low-fat, plant-based dieter. And I've got to be honest, it worked for me and it works for many people. I've been to a lot of events. I used to speak at a lot of vegan events where people say to me, do you know what? When I switched from a standard American diet, standard Western diet to a high carb, low fat plant based diet, my health went up. I felt great. I had more energy. And that was my experience. I thrived for a number of years on this way of eating and was able to run in one year. So I think it was 2014 was the year. Yeah, it was. I ran 12 marathons in that year and one ultra marathon on a high carb, low fat plant-based vegan diet. So as you can imagine, proponents of this diet are very, very, what's the word, staunch. They're very passionate about the fact that they think that this is the best diet. And years ago, I would have thought that this is the pinnacle of optimum nutrition and optimum health. (laughs) However, then I discovered LCHF, low-carb high fat and you might think well why why if you you know why the switch why suddenly low carb high fat compared with 
high carb, low fat. Does that mean that I didn't know what I was doing before? You know, come on, make your mind up which one is better. Does it mean that we can just pick any and they're all the same? Well, no, not quite. Let me give a little bit of background to my journey. So what I found, and this is by no means my experience only, this is the experience of many people who go plant-based or vegan. They go from a kind of standard Western diet and they go plant-based and experience an upturn in their health. And so they rave about the benefits of a plant-based diet as I did. Now, those benefits are legitimate. Those things are to be had on a plant-based diet. So certainly you can benefit from going high carb, low fat and doing a short period of a detox. So I myself have done a seven day water fast. I've done many five day smoothie detoxes, juice detoxes. I have a five day rapid results detox that I still promote now and advocate every now and then. It's a great idea. It's a really great idea to go completely plant-based vegan for a period of time and the one of the best ways to do that is to go high carb low fat but here's the thing here here's the reasoning for my switching to um, looking more into a low carb high fat diet so if you look at people of every culture they have periods of um, going plant-based. It's certainly biblical. If you look at Daniel in the Bible, he abstained from eating meat for a period of time when he was brought into the king's um, chambers and things. He requested, I only want to eat vegetables. Now, many people think that's for health reasons. I'm inclined to think it was more of a kind of fellowshipping reason. He didn't want to fellowship and have table fellowship, food fellowship with the pagan people around him and certainly the pagan king at the time. But anyway, irrespective of that, um, he experienced great health results on a plant-based diet for a period of time. Even in other religions, so Hinduism and things, people will go completely plant-based. But it's always considered as a kind of fast. So there's many different types of fast. You can do, you know, intermittent fasting is very popular now. You can do a juice fast, a vegetable only fast or a water fast or a complete fast. But the the key here is that whenever people, especially in different religions, do these vegetable diets, it's considered a form of fasting, as in it's not sustainable over the long term. It's something to do for a short period of time and then go back to kind of more regular eating, including a full spectrum of food types, including some meat, including some dairy and fish or any combination of those things. So my experience after a number of years, and I was actually six years completely plant-based, Towards the end of that period, and I've explained this in other episodes, so you can go back and listen to my episode on why I'm no longer vegan and why I don't recommend it. That explains this in more detail. But in a nutshell, people, and for me, towards the end of my vegan journey, I experienced a a downturn in my health. So there was a period when I went from standard American or standard Western diet for me, standard English diet, into plant-based and vegan. My diet, uh, my health went up and my energy levels went up 
over a period of years, my energy levels started going down and I started experiencing a little bit of ill health and just a lack of energy. And that was strange because it went against what I was experiencing for the previous few years. So I spent a lot of time in the last couple of years researching this stuff. And that's when I found low carb, high fat. And what was interesting to me was the testimony of many, many people. Um, I mean, there's tons of them on YouTube. Testimonies of people who have gone from completely plant-based and then gone back to meat eating. Not necessarily going back to the diet they were eating before, which generally is unhealthy. You know, it's a typical journey for people to go from standard diet into plant-based. But then when they come out of that, they then up their game in terms of the nutritional profile and the quality of the foods they're eating. But nonetheless, it includes some meat and dairy products and fish and eggs and things like that. And that's a better quality diet. So why do I say that? Let's now look then at low carb, high fat. So low carb, high fat is much, much more sustainable because you're getting a much fuller and richer spectrum of vitamins and minerals. And the key here is high fat. You need those healthy fats in reasonably high quantities in order to fully assimilate the fat-soluble vitamins. So things like vitamin A, vitamin E, K, D, you need fat to be able to absorb those vitamins. And so in the absence of fat, so for the years that I was having low fat, then I was getting enough of the water-soluble vitamins, so probably things like vitamin C and um, you know the various other ones, B vitamins, People always say on a plant-based diet, vitamin B12, you know, vitamin B12 is the one you're going to be deficient in. I was absolutely fine on B12 and I was making sure I was getting enough things like nutritional yeast, spirulina, chlorella, which have some B12 in them. And I was taking high quality B12 supplements just in case. But what I was neglecting was these fat soluble vitamins. So looking back now, I probably wasn't getting enough vitamin K2. I wasn't getting enough vitamin A. Yes, I was eating a lot of carrots but it's not the best form of vitamin a i wasn't getting the the retinol that is is only really found in animal products so low carb high fat is kind of like the complete opposite if you like of high carb low fat and the funny thing is that as i say people experience health benefits on either initially certainly initially so it makes you think well i can just pick any of them i can go high carb low fat low carb high fat and do you know what if both of those extreme diets extremely opposite diets are healthy then i can pretty much pick anything in between and it's also going to be healthy as long as it's low in let's say you know refined sugars grains whole um, gluten that type of stuff but it doesn't quite work out like that because unlike the low fat high carb diet or high carb low fat diet low carb high fat is sustainable over the long term why is that well firstly because of the reason i've just said in terms of vitamins that are only absorbable in fat but over and above that I've done a whole episode on insulin and the benefits of the keto diet. And if you look back or listen back to my episode with Professor Tim Noakes, episode number 29 of Eternal Health, he talks about one very, very key thing that we cannot overlook here, and that is metabo uh, metabolic syndrome, insulin. If we're eating low-carb 
high fat, we are not triggering insulin. We're not spiking our blood sugar. Whereas if we're constantly eating high carbs, we're spiking insulin and that can lead to metabolic syndrome, pre-diabetes, and then full-blown diabetes. Along with that increased risk of obesity, heart disease, and some forms of cancer as well. So in the initial stages, both low-carb, high-fat and high-carb, low-fat can both look good. But the race is won by low-carb, high-fat over a period of time. So for me, it took about five, six years. For other people, it's much, much sooner. And to be fair, because of my nutritional background and you know years and years of research, I was eating a very, very well-formulated vegan diet. I was eating a lot of rich vitamin mineral rich foods things like avocados leafy greens loads of alkaline foods with lots of alkaline minerals and electrolytes in so potassium rich foods magnesium rich foods raw cacao maca amla all these superfood supplements and things as well as alkaline water which was adding magnesium and calcium back into my body and into the water so i was pretty much on the best of the best vegan diet that you can get but nonetheless as i've <laughs> said before now after five, six years, it, it, I peaked and started seeing a, a downturn in my health. So over the long term, low-carb, high-fat is the winner because you don't have to be on all these copious amounts of supplements and things. You're going to get the vast majority of your vitamins and minerals from everyday foods. So for example... You know, if you're on a plant-based diet, you probably are going to be needing to supplement with vitamin K2. That's pretty expensive to be supplementing with that all of the time. Is not, you know, who wants to be taking a load of different supplements when you can actually be getting it from grass-fed butter? Grass-fed butter is what, a couple of pounds a pack, a couple of dollars a pack. It tastes delicious. It makes your vegetables taste delicious. So if you're someone who's saying, you know, I don't particularly like kale, spinach, other leafy greens cabbage broccoli and if you're a bit smoothied out if you don't just want to have green smoothies all the time then the the best way of eating your vegetables your cruciferous veg your electrolyte rich vegetables your alkaline leafy greens is with butter it's a delicious combo green vegetables and butter and lots of butter don't scrimp on the butter here we want those vitamins those fat soluble vitamins so that is a delicious way to eat um you know eat these fat soluble vitamins as well as the leafy green vegetables so over the long term and even in the short term low carb high fat is a much much better choice it's much more nutritionally rich it works out cheaper than eating plant-based and then having to supplement it's just more enjoyable and it's more sustainable. So in summary, eating a low-carb, high-fat diet really stabilizes your blood sugar. It can lower your insulin and it makes it easier to burn body fat, but you're still pretty much a carb burner. In terms of your primary fuel, even on a low-carb, high-fat diet, if there is the presence of some carbs, then you will still be a primary carb burner. So that brings us on then to the final diet in our comparison here, which is the ketogenic diet. And this is the diet that I absolutely love. It's the diet that I've been just telling everybody about. It's the diet that I've been taking a group of people through over a four-week period in my Keto Life program. It's the diet that I'm just about to launch a or hold a five-day keto and alkaline diet challenge on. So I 
yeah, I'm a big, big fan of the ketogenic diet. And here's why. So the ketogenic diet is also low carb, high fat, but it takes it to that next level by restricting your carbohydrate intake per day to less than 25 grams. And by doing that, we force our body to produce ketones. So there's three main ketones, and I've said this in other episodes, there's three main ketones that our body is able to produce by turning fat, whether that's body fat, which is a plus, right? If you're looking to lose weight, then to burn your own body fat is a good thing or ingested fat, so dietary fat from what you eat, and it turns it into these three ketones, so beta-hydroxybutyrate, acetoacetate, and acetone. And we can then use those ketones for fuel. So that's where we have metabolic flexibility. And why would we want to be burning ketones rather than carbs? Well, think of it like this. Carb burning is like burning coal. There's a lot of smoke. There's a lot of um, byproducts that come off. It's a a dirty form of energy, just like maybe petrol or diesel in your car. There's exhaust. So it's not a particularly clean form of energy. Whereas ketones is more like having an electric car, a Tesla car, or it's more like natural gas. It's a much, much cleaner fuel source. There's much less waste. There's much less you know, of these harmful byproducts, if you like. So carb burning is, to one degree or another, it's inflammatory, not least because of the fact that it spikes your blood sugar and causes an insulin response, which in itself can be inflammatory. Whereas ketones, burning fat and burning ketones is the only way that your body will not spike blood sugar and therefore will keep your insulin levels very very low now when our insulin levels are low that enables us to um, be burning much more body fat it stimulates our fat burning um, enzymes in our body so when we eat fat lipase it really normalizes our leptin and ghrelin hormones which is your hunger and satiety hormones and the byproduct another byproduct of it being a very very clean fuel source is that your brain has super clarity mental energy you have better memory you have better recall better cognitive power so It's great if you're looking to be able to concentrate well in your work, if you're looking to have upgraded brain power, then the ketogenic diet, which is on the extreme end of a low carb diet, is the diet that you want to get yourself on. Now, typically to get into ketosis, it takes about 10 to 12 hours of restricted glucose. So if you get the glucose out of your diet for 10 to 12 hours you will start producing ketones as this alternative fuel source but it can take a period of a few days up until a couple of months to become fully fat adapted and that's where your body really switches to become a very um, efficient fat burner so for that it takes yeah it takes a bit of practice takes um, a bit of education to know what you're doing because you need to factor in quite a few things really in terms of getting enough alkaline minerals and electrolytes and be able to fuel yourself with the right foods in the right ratios. So I would encourage you if you're in any way curious about the ketogenic diet The ketogenic diet is the diet for not only brain power and rapid fat loss but also 
as a protection against things like Alzheimer's, degenerative disease, mentally, physically, cancer. So the work of some of the world's top researchers, so people like Stephen Finney, Jeff Volek, Dr. Thomas Seafried, are attesting to the fact that this is the diet that can address cancer and can really switch your body into becoming very metabolically flexible. So if you're in any way curious about that, then I would encourage you to come along and join my five-day keto and alkaline diet challenge, which starts next week. So as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, it starts on the 15th, Monday the 15th of October. And we will be live streaming for five days. So I live stream on Facebook, but don't worry if you're not on Facebook, then sign up to the challenge completely for free. And I will send you out the videos each day via email and you'll get email support as well and all the training for the five days. So the last time I ran this a couple of months ago, we had a great response. It was a great community. There's about a thousand people, in fact, over, I think it's 1100 people now in our Facebook group. And we're here to support each other, to encourage each other and to educate, um, you know, upgrade our knowledge in terms of the best diet for us and what exactly a ketogenic diet coupled with a lot of alkaline minerals can do for you. So if you're interested in that, then do go along to laurarimmer.com forward slash keto challenge and get yourself signed up for free. And I will look forward to speaking to you on that challenge. So I'm going to leave you with a Bible quote today from Romans 14. This is verses one to four. As for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but do not quarrel over opinions. One person believes he may eat anything, while the weak person eats only vegetables. Let not the one who eats despise the one who abstains, and let not the one who abstains pass judgment on the one who eats, for God has welcomed him. Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? It is before his own master that he stands or falls, and he will be upheld, for the Lord is able to make him stand. Thank you very much for listening today to our podcast here, Eternal Health. And I look forward to speaking to you again in a couple of weeks for another episode. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Eternal Health Podcast. Go to laurarimmer.com to download your free Optimum Health Scorecard and find out your current health score, plus tips, coaching, and training on how to get slim, healed, and energized. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, and we'll catch you next time on Eternal Health.